Welcome to Universal Truth Center Radio. I am your host, Mr. Carbon. Welcome to the show. Enjoy. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to today's show on the 21st or 20th, excuse me, the 20th of December. And uh, I just wanted to talk about what red lighting is. Uh, For many of us, uh, when we are trying to go out and and buy houses, um, there's a thing called red lighting. Um, So I'm going to read the definition. Uh, I wanted to read it off. You know, uh, it's a site called TheBalance.com. Um, so, you know, I wrote mine down, but I think it's better to, like, read from here. But the definition of redlining is it's against the law. That's first. But that doesn't always stop violators. It is a discriminatory practice in real estate, typically involving lenders that refuse to lend money or extend credit to borrowers. <laughs> borrowers in certain areas of town are when realtors won't show properties to certain types of people in certain neighborhoods. Those red line areas are typically occupied by people in poverty or people of color or both. It is against the law to discriminate against borrowers based on race or, or color, among other factors. Redlining became known as such because lenders would uh, literally draw a red line around a neighborhood or um, on a map, often targeting areas with a high concentration of people of color and then refusing to lend um, in those areas because they considered the so-called risk too high. Even though redlining is now against the law, major lenders today still end up in court over this despicable practice. You may or you might rightfully wonder how is redlining still a thing? But then you would probably be a white person. (laughs) Um, So I quote, the Fair Housing Act is contained in the Civil Rights Act of 1968 and modified by the Fair Housing Amendments Act of 1988. The act sets forth seven protected classes of people who cannot be discriminated against on the basis of race, color, religion, national origin, sex, handicap, and familiar status. For real estate agents, it means It is against the law to steer clients to particular neighborhoods, whether deliberately by the agent or at the buyer's personal request. It means if a buyer says, I want to buy a home in a uh, humug or, you know, hug mug um, or H mug uh, neighborhood, agent can direct the buyer to a neighborhood made up of a high density population of HMUG. Agents must show homes in all neighborhoods. I um I once worked with a buyer who who during our tours made it clear that she wanted to view homes only in 
white neighborhoods quotation. Apart from the fair act, I mean, apart from the fact I don't work with racist buyers, I could not work with this person even if I wanted to, which I did not. There are real estate agents in this business who say they do not care about fair housing act. And if a buyer wants to see homes based on protected classes, they will show those uh, buyers because they do, do not agree with the Fair Housing um, Act. It does not matter whether an agent agrees or does not agree violating the Fair Act. The Fair Housing Act is against the law. An agent could lose his or her real estate license harboring that kind of backward attitude. But some agents believe they are above the law or that they won't get caught. They are good and bad people in all professions. Lending institutions like banks or mortgage brokers may also exhibit behavior that makes it seem like they uh, they too believe that they are above the law as they may conveniently overlook practices of uh, redlining, I'm sorry. This is not to say that lenders must make loans to individuals who are not credit worthy. Banks are free to set lending policies and guidelines under which they will make mortgages based on economic characteristics, such as credit scores, um, debt levels, and employment income, but they cannot discriminate and refuse to make loans to individuals who happen to live in the wrong zip code. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's. I, I mean, I wanted to stop there and then I wanted to, uh, you know, just kind of further expound on that. And once again, that is from the balance.com slash definition of redlining. So you can find that uh, you can find what I just read on that site. I'm trying to source, uh, just trying to get my source out. Um, But like I said, I want to further expound on that. So give me a second and I'm going to expound on that in the next segment. I'm going to get my opinion on redlining. Here's my opinion. Or, you know, yeah, my opinion. The problem is, is that, um, you know, they are giving people of color a hard time to get a house uh, or to, you know, basically buy houses um, because a lot of people are uneducated in the matter of, um, you know, what it takes to get a house. And then when they're educated, um, laws are changed around and, and like, uh, legalities and stuff is, is changed around for people, you know, to make it hard for people to get a house. Um, so it basically, um, it basically even through just gentrification, they're trying to, uh, basically, get us out of the housing market and put us all in like apartment buildings and like um, 
uh, compact uh, the people of color and, um, you know, them type of facilities and then give the quote-unquote richer people um, housing, you know, uh, because of the money and, and they basically trying to change the neighborhood around because they feel that um, we don't even deserve to have, uh, you know, the right to uh, have, you know, options of getting houses if we want to. And see, the thing with that is, um, it's like a somewhat lose-lose situation to me just because, you know, yeah, we deserve um, housing and equal rights just like any other um, person. But at the same time, um, we got to take into effect that there are certain laws in place that even if we study, you know, it, it it's like, you know, we have to make sure we go through, we just got to fight for what we want um, as people of color. I, I hate calling, calling uh, people people of color. Or I, I hate calling us people of color, excuse me. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I, I really feel like the thing that can be done is, like I said, we fight for what we want. If we want housing and we want to, you know, basically go through that whole process uh, for, you know, so we can make it more easier for us, we have to find loopholes just like they find loopholes. And, and you know, uh, when it comes to getting housing. And uh, for people that's not educated, we have to educate ourselves, man. You know, educate ourselves to find like solutions to this problem, which is, you know, uh, read, just reading, man. You know, reading and asking questions, ask the right questions about housing and the economy. You know, look on different like sites, um, you know, so you could, you know, basically know what you're doing before you get into it. Have a lawyer if y'all, y'all um have enough money especially get a lawyer or somebody that deals with like um get a realtor that's what i'm trying to say get a realtor so you know it's like one of the things like that'd be your like backbone so you could um have a maybe a little bit more easier uh pool in a housing department when when y'all you know if any of y'all trying to get housing and, and the whole thing is, too, is that we have to, you know, just be mindful of who we deal with uh, when it comes to, like, business and housing. And another thing that we do not do, that we should do more, is build our credit up. Um, a lot of people of color, quote-unquote, P-O-E, or P-O-C, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we don't have um, the right credit you know, because uh, this, this, let's be honest, this, this whole corporation, this U.S. corporation is built off of credit, you know, I mean, you know, and a whole bunch of other stuff, but mainly credit. If your credit ain't right, then, you know, they, they could throw a whole bunch of stuff at you and, and then basically make you feel demoralized and it makes it hard or difficult for you to get, you know, things of that nature when it comes to housing. Um, so... You know, just do your homework, uh, do research, have a realtor, realtor or like somebody that deals with, you know, that whole 
thing of uh, marketing, you know, well, the housing, sorry, the housing, and, um, you know, pretty much uh, builds your credit up, man, definitely builds your credit up, because you don't want to go on this thing with, you know, bad credit, you know, you want to, you know, just beef your credit up and, you know, pay your bills, you know what I'm saying, and, and do what you gotta do, but, yeah, that's, that's really just my opinion, you know, because, like, it could go good for some folks and, and bad for other folks, but we gotta be mindful of the skin color we are, and we have to be mindful of, you know, the the, the, um, the, the things in place that make it difficult um, for us to get housing, and we have to try to educate ourselves, or work to educate ourselves. So if certain things happen, then we'll have a, um, we'll have something to, you know, uh, deflect whatever it is that's, uh, that's happening. You know, when it comes to us in the process of getting the house. Um, so, yeah, that's my opinion, like I said. But, um, yeah, all right, later. So according to an article by Reuters.com, it says, after weeks of market volatility and calls by President Donald Trump for the Federal Reserve to stop raising interest rates, the U.S. Central Bank instead did it again and stuck by a plan and struck by a plan to keep withdrawing support from an economy it views as strong. U.S. stocks and bonds yields fell hard, with the Fed singling some further gradual rate hikes and no break from cutting its massive bond portfolio. Traders fretted that policymakers could choke off economic growth. Um, and I guess this is, this is a Fritz Folds quoting, I'm quoting him uh, out of this article. Maybe they have already committed their policy error. Uh, chief investment strategist at Three Edge Asset Management. We would be in the camp that they have already raised rates too much. Interest rates future show. <laughs> interest rates future show. Traders are currently betting the Fed won't raise rates at all next year. Wednesday's rates increase the fourth of the year. Pushed by, pushed by the central bank's key overnight lending rate to an average, I mean, to a range of 2.25% to 2.50%. In a news conference, after the release of the policy statement, uh, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said the central bank would continue trimming its balance sheet by $50 billion each month and left open the possibility that continued strong data could force it to raise rates to the point where they start to break the economy's momentum. Man, this is crazy. Um, Powell did uh, bow to what he called recent softening in global growth. Tighter financial conditions and expectations the U.S. economy will slow next year and said 
that with inflation expected to remain a touch below the Fed's 2% target next year, policymakers can be patient. First economic forecast show officials at the medium, um, medium, I'm sorry, now see that only two more rate hikes next year compared to the three projected in September. But another message was clear in the statement issued after the Fed's last policy meeting of, of the year as well as in Powell's comments. The U.S. economy continues to perform well and no longer needs the Fed support either through lower than normal interest rates, rates or by maintaining of a massive balance sheet. Policy does not need to be accommodative, he said. In a statement, the, uh, the Fed's risk to the economy were roughly balanced, but that is, I mean, but that it would continue to monitor global economic and financial developments and assess the implications for the economic outlook. The Fed also made a widely expected te- uh, technical adjustment, raising the rate it pays on banks' excessive uh, I mean, assets reserves by just 20 basic points to give it better control over the policy rate and keep it within the target range. So y'all can read more of that article, uh, like I said, on Reuters.com um, and then just type in um, US, USA, Fed, uh, Fed raises interest signals. Um, so cite my source once again. So I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Uh, That's it for today. I will talk to y'all later. Um, Love everyone. Um, If y'all have anything y'all want to say, voice message me on Anchor. Y'all can always find me on Facebook at uh, Alistair C. Menifee. That's Alistair C. Menifee on Facebook. And uh, y'all can find me on Instagram, Mr. Carbon underscore Stan Colford Troop. Um, so love y'all peace, take care and, uh, talk to y'all soon.